When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sportsbet BS Hotline, state your emergency. Yeah, it's me partner's group. Me mate Dave, I reckon he bought in. Okay, hang up now. What? And join Sportsbet's Bet With Mates. It's group betting without all the BS. Conditions apply. Gamble responsibly. 1-800-858-858. Great to have you with us this Friday afternoon. Uh, If you're an England supporter uh, and you're watching that T20 semi-final Mm. last night against India... Uh, you would have been getting increasingly comfortable and joyful with what your team was producing. The more that game went on last night, the more um, emphatic the performance became. I can only imagine uh, from a coach's perspective, and if you want a feel-good moment uh, on a Friday, uh, a performance like that the night before will do it to you and for you, thanks to Zambrero. That's the sort of performance that Matthew Mott would have loved to have seen from his team. Marty, thanks for joining us, mate. Uh, th- that was surely beyond even your expectations last night, the dominance, particularly that opening pair. Yeah, thanks, Andy. Um, mate, yeah, I don't think any of us expected to, to do it in such style last night. I thought um, yeah, when we set out, we, we, we thought uh, it was a, a very chaseable target. I thought our bowlers did an extraordinary effort, particularly in the first 10 overs, to restrict a, a very strong Indian team. But... Um, I don't think any of us could have imagined it it'd go much better than that. And, yeah, it was just world-class batting, great cricket shots. Um, you know, Alex Hales coming into the side recently to, to play like that in some crunch games has been huge. And you just come to expect it from Josh Butler, who you know, he loves the big stage and, and delivered again. But, uh, yeah, it was pretty emphatic last night. So from a coaching perspective, Matthew, what's the most satisfying um, thing that you get out of a performance like that? Uh, look, I think the best thing about it is, you know, we haven't had it all our own way in the last sort of month or so. We've had, you know, some indifferent performances here and there. And, you know, we keep striving. Every team, I think, strives for that perfect game. And, you know, we, we got pretty close last night. I think having, you know, gambled and, and let India bat first on a very good wicket, um, you know, we, we probably put ourselves under a bit more pressure to make sure we delivered on that. Uh, and Joss was, in particular, was, was adamant that was the best way to go about it. And I think our bowlers backed him there and did, did a great job and held on at the back end when they come in us hard. But, uh, yeah, to, to put a performance like that in, is it gives us a great lift. Obviously, we can't dwell on it too much either. <laughs> and um, yeah, we've got a very strong Pakistan team coming up in a couple of days' time here in Melbourne. Hey, Matthew, uh, congratulations. Fantastic result. And for you, uh, who have only been in the position a, a relatively short period of time, but just getting to some of the the points that you made there, the decision to, to, to whether you're going to bat and bowl and some of the issues, I'm just curious to know, well, what ro- what role do you play in those decisions? Is that exclusively your decision? H- how does it work in the hierarchy of things and how you can contribute to the to the uh, to the team regards to strategy as well as the, what they're doing from a skills perspective. Yeah, yeah, good question. I, I think we do a lot of research beforehand. Um, Nathan Learman, our analyst, has been with the team for, for over a decade. Uh, he's got all the numbers for us, so he presents that information first. Uh, one of the interesting ones was at Adelaide uh, that 
11 times the team that had won the toss had actually lost the game. So that was a wow. that was one that threw us a little bit. Once we won the toss, we were a little bit scared with that. But um, <laughs> I, I think um, essentially, essentially it comes down to the captain on the day making the final call. He gets he gets he gets input from all of us. Um, and it was a 50-50 one. I, I think India are a bit the same, and, and and both teams probably would have been happy, happy enough to lose the toss. And it just goes what you're doing. That you know, that first power play, which we did extremely well, set the game up for us. When you look back, you know, and you sit down with your, the, the rest of the coaching staff and the, and the leadership um, and you assess a game like the one last night, obviously most of our focus is on, on the two batters, but the, the results you got from your two spinners last night, how, how pivotal was their combined seven overs um, to, to you getting the result that you got last night? Yeah, absolutely critical, I, I believe. I mean, when you come up against the side with the firepower that India had uh, in that situation on, on a great batting wicket, I think the curator deserves uh, uh, you know, a lot of kudos for that wicket. It was a used wicket, but it played extremely well and produced a high level of game. But, um, yeah, to be under that sort of pressure to bowl through those middle overs with, with known weapons coming at you who play spin well, um, you know, to use the dimensions of the pitch really well, Rash... Rashid has just got better every, every game for us, and um, he bowled extremely well for us. And, and Livingston is just continues to just do a great job for us. He can bowl leg spin and off spin, um, power hitter, and is sort of that X factor player that every team wants. So yeah, we're really happy with that. I thought um, Chris Jordan in particular coming in off not a lot of cricket and having to bowl three clutch overs at the back end was was a superhuman effort. Um, so it was just. I think all round it was just a great performance and um, one we take a lot of uh, confidence into the next game. How significant is this being in England? Like the result, how is it, how are they perceiving this tournament and and where does it does it have a place in the in the pantheon of sporting achievements? If you were to win this, where does it sit? Uh, it's it's tough to know. I mean, we we've been on the road since September fourteen when we headed off to Pakistan and. You are obviously in a bit of a bubble when you get into these situations, mm. and, you, and you try and stay in that to, to an extent as well. But I think if uh, the amount of WhatsApp messages that I received from friends and family is <laughs> any indication, then I think it you know, it's, it certainly resonated well with a lot of people. And yeah, you know, I think particularly uh, you know, that Pakistan tour for us, where we're the first team to go there in in 17 years, um, and now we end up playing Pakistan yeah. in the final. It's, it's it's sort of like everything's aligned to to be a great final and. I know a lot of people would love to see in India, Pakistan, but I think um, <laughs> you know, it's going to be a very special evening as well. Talking to Matthew Mott, coach of the English white ball team, are into the T20 World Cup final. Um, Matthew, I know Ben Horn wrote a story, News Limited, about um, the contingencies that are in play for the final and the weather's you know, looking pretty grim for Sunday. Hopefully it, it blows away and, and we get a full game in, but Monday's the reserve day and... It sounds like there's all sorts of possibilities in play to make sure that we get some sort of result. What, what's your understanding of um, the possibilities to, to around this final from a weather perspective? Yeah, I suppose um, the advantage of having lived in Melbourne for six years, um, realising how you know how often they can get it wrong with the, the weather yes, forecast. Yes. Pretty, um, pretty fickle weather system here, so hopefully they've got it wrong. But in saying that, I, I think. The, the way the ICC have uh, reacted and obviously seen a forecast, um, we'll be able to get the 10 overs in each team, I think, at some stage. There'll be enough of a window. Uh, we'll do everything we can, obviously, to play. We 
I don't think any of us would like to be just joint winners. So I think there's an appetite from both teams that we'll have to, you know, crack on it at some point. Um, but, you know, as I said, you never know. It could be complete sunshine here and we get the full game in, which would be awesome. Um, and hopefully that's what the fans deserve as well. Is it your understanding, I'm trying to get my head around the, the possibilities here, that let, let's say Sunday is wiped out and we, we have to call in to play the reserve day and it's scheduled to start at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Is it possible that, you know, the, the 10 overs could be played in between weather breaks and, and then a break and likewise until we get a result, until we get at least 20 overs played, no matter kind of how long that might take, is is that a possibility? Yeah, I'm not a complete expert on it, but there was a, a transcript come through about there being an additional two hours, yeah, uh, you know, extra time. So that would give four hours extra on what we normally would. But there's always been, um, you know, the, 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 everyone wants to try and get that done on, on day one. So they'll do everything humanly possible to get it done on, on the first day. And then the reserve day, I believe, is a little bit more flexible as well. So, yeah, I think they're doing everything they can, apart from, you know, being able to control the weather to try and ensure that, that we get a get a proper result. Right. Perfect. Um, you got anything else? Or? Well, well, I'm just more, just before we let you... you well, well, you had a question before. Yeah. I did, yeah, but, I thought but it's, so. it's more to do with, I guess, the overall thing. And, and, and you've had the Midas touch. You look what you've done with the Australian women's Magnificent. team. And Magnificent. You, you're on the cusp of, uh, of something, uh, hopefully, for you. Well, I'm, we're right behind you uh, because of you more than that. Although, Hayden, we, can, we yeah, can't... a bit of both. A bit of both, both, both I guess. Yeah, yeah. But more, um, more money, just trying yeah. to figure out, uh, from a coaching perspective, <laughs> particularly with the T20 staff, um, and, and just refining that role. What is it that you you think you're bringing to the table that's been able to uh, get these types of responses from the athletes, both in the, when you did it with the uh, with the women, and now of course with the men? Yeah, I think um, you know over your coaching journey, you sort of uh, learn off a lot of other people and reflect a lot, but. Um, being at the right place at the right time is a good <laughs> strategy as well. I think you've know, been with some outstanding players over over my time at the in the Australian women's team, and yeah, it, 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 this is an incredible, incredible generation of white ball players here in England as well. And yeah, you only have to see when we we took two key players out of that squad to be able to throw another two great players in and and not feel like we're less off is is a huge thing, but. I, I think to your question about the coaching, I, mm. I, I believe that um, you know, part of that role is just making sure the players are free to be able to express themselves and you know try and remove a few of the barriers to perform you know, that, that inhibit performance, making sure that you know they enjoy turning up to do what they do and um, they love doing what they do and create a nice, fun environment where people want to try and work hard and, and look out for each other a little bit as well. And I think this group's... Um, yeah, definitely got that in spades. From the moment I walked in the door, even though we were struggling during the summer with some results, uh, there was a real care for each other and a, a strong mateship that I, I could see something special. So hopefully we can finish it off. Um, we all know, how, as, once again, how fickle T20 can be and we just got to make sure you know, when those big moments arrive in that final that we're the one that takes the, you know, the, the aggressive option. Good luck, mate. Yes. Appreciate you joining us. It was a hell of a performance by you and your team last night. Good luck on Sunday.
or Monday if it comes to pass. We wish you well. Thanks for your time. Matthew Mott, coach of the English team who have stormed their way into the T20 World Cup final.